Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. On SEN, your home of sport. Time on with Jack Heverin. Hand passes near the centre square for Parker. Up over the top to Rowbottom. Confronted by Haynes. He brushed him off. Kicks the Swans inside 50. And he's weighted the ball beautifully. And onto the chest of Dawson again. Jordan Dawson was great on the fly. This is the set shot. 49 out. He's equally good. And the Swans have bounced right out. Welcome back to Time On here on SEN. It is a good time to check in with the Sydney Swans. That's how we heard the game on Thursday against the Giants. Their biggest win of 2020 and some good momentum to take in to the back half of the season. Luke Parker's having an enormous season for the Swans, leading from the front every single week. And he joins me tonight here on Time On. Live from Perth, Luke, thanks for being with us evening, mate. Hey, Jack, how are you, mate? Hey, excellent. Good to chat. Uh, It's a win that ticked a lot of boxes last week. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was nice to get some uh, reward for for effort over our last two weeks. I think we've been putting quarters and halves um, together and been working on certain things in our in our game plan. It was nice to kind of have it all come together in one game and, and against a really quality opposition um, who no doubt will be fighting for for right up there this year. And um, it was nice to get a convincing win. And, and it's nice to get the boys, uh, young boys especially, um, feeling what what. Um, the game plan work when it works, what it feels like. Yeah, so it, uh, we'll talk about the youngsters in a minute. But is that the is is a win like that really big for your young group to say? Well, if we can keep doing certain things a certain way, th- this is the result we get. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's always um, it's easy to to talk up on a whiteboard and show how the structures work and the whole shape of of the system works. But until you actually feel it out on the ground and, and see it um, from from vision or, or on a Monday in a review to actually see it how it how it comes together and you get such an advantage from it, from it um, is only a, a massive step forward for and learning point for those young guys coming through. And the youngsters, a lot of them took up midfield time in that Giants game. I have been all season, but through absence, it's created opportunities. And I talk about guys like James Rowbottom and Jordan Dawson, who we heard in that highlight as we welcomed you in. And Nick Blakey spent some time through the midfield as well. It seemed like it really gave it an extra spark. Yeah, it has. And those blokes are just getting um, better each game they play with. The James Robottom is a really um, big body mid, but just a really mature mindset on him. Um, obviously, I, just, I see the, a, a 200-plus game player. Yeah. And um, Nick Blakey has been playing forward majority of his career at the start. And um, he, he got he got dropped and um, got challenged the week before and, and went back and played resis in the midfield. And um, they thought he did really well on the wing and, and he was able to come in and provide... Um, a really hard matchup, I think, for opposition. He's quick, he's tall, uh, pretty agile, and um, he kind of he kind of broke open the game at times, which was really good for his confidence. So, can we see more midfield time from him? I always thought he was an interesting one his draft year because we saw him do a little bit of everything, and we've seen him do 
bits and pieces in his career so far. With the Swans, he's played some mid, he's played some wing, as you say, and some forward. Where does he end up, do you think? Because the, the competition is heading towards these sort of 193, 194 centimetre midfielders. Yeah, I think I think we can see him probably a lot more on the on the wing and outside um, mid for the rest of the season, especially with the outs we've got. Um, we just think he's one; he's really quick and opens up the game, but he he also um, uses the ball really well when he's got it. And and when he's been playing forward, if you're only not getting the ball too much, you can't show what you can do with it. Um, we think he really sets up the game well and um, helps with the delivery forward. So um, I think at the moment, while Josh Kennedy and a few other blokes are out. Um, with that midfield group, you'll be able to experience a lot more time in there. I know it's you'd love to have Josh Kennedy and you'd love to have access to some of your other first-choice midfielders, but has it, in some ways, has it been a little bit of a blessing in that it's kind of accelerated the development of some of these guys that we're talking about? Yeah, I think it always does. It always, injuries are never great when it's your best 22, but it opens up a lot of other opportunities for um, guys that put the responsibility on themselves and, and makes them grow up a bit quicker and have to mature a little bit um, faster out there. And, and we've seen that in James Robot in his second year. He's um, plays like a beast out there. And, and Ollie Florence as well as another one who just um, continues to show a heap of class out there. And, and we're really happy with how those boys are going. And um, you're always going to get a few mistakes out there, but that's, that's learning. And, and those boys have been fantastic on and off the field. You're carrying a big load through the midfield and we're talking to Luke Parker tonight here on SEN and you're doing an outstanding job of leading this group at the moment. How's the body held up with the, the space of games in a short period of time? Have you got through it okay? Yeah, I'm all good at the moment, mate. So, um, look, it's just getting the balance of, of knowing what weeks to, to go a bit lighter and take some time off and, and refresh if we know we've got a bunch of games coming up one after the next. And I think um, that'll come up once we leave Perth. I think we end up having about five games in. 20 days, so um, that'll be another time just to, to reflect and make sure we're doing everything off field to um, to make sure I get the best out of myself and out of myself, and um, hopefully stay out there as long as I can. Did the surf bo- surfboard find its way to Perth with you? Didn't find its way to Perth, <laughs> and uh, it was gl- I was glad I didn't because we're heading up to Cairns, and yeah. Um, one of the Chad Warner, actually one of the young boys, I throw him under the bus. He was like, I can't wait to go to Cairns so I sur- can surf. And we were like, mate, there's no surfing cans. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure the young boys know where they're actually heading yet. No, they'll work that out. How have you found the hub life? I mean, from a, a Swans perspective, you haven't been in, in a hub or a bubble for as long of, as some of the other teams, which I suppose in a way has given you a chance to, from the outside, look at how others have handled it. How have you got through it, do you think? I think our club's obviously looked at what, what's worked with other clubs and um, obviously they've been, the, the blokes high up have been speaking to each other and um, look we, we've tried to just really embrace it as, as most of the teams that have been successful once have gone into the hubs is just to really try and enjoy the little things. We've been lucky enough there's probably only um, three blokes over here that have got or three players over here. There's a few staff as well that have uh, families and wives so uh, most of the young boys are, are really enjoying themselves um, they spend a lot of time together anyway. There's there's a games room and it acts like a kindergarten for most of them. So, um, but look, there's always the, the the couple we've got to be mindful of who are away from family. And uh, but look, they're they're trying to they know what 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 it is what it is, and uh, they're just trying to enjoy their time. And um, look, it's pretty unique. And we'll just 
keep plugging away. And there's the the obvious disappointment, which is a leader of the footy club. I have to ask you about Elijah Taylor and the events of the last few days. Far from ideal, obviously, given that the rules are there and, and as players, you're carrying so much of a burden to, to do the right thing. It must have been pretty disappointing as a group. Yeah, it was. It was really disappointing to hear. Um, look, it was, it was a poor decision. He knew, um, coming back to his home state, he knew the consequences of... Um, something like this happening. Um, he sat down and, and knew um, kind of what the go was and unfortunately he made a really bad, poor decision, which, look, it's, it's not what the club needs in this time. We get the, the, um, Charlie Gardner and, and, and Tom Harley and Horse and that are going through a fair bit and um, trying to sort out what the program looks like, what off-field stuff looks like and to have something like that happen is, is really disappointing. But at the same time, we've got to try to support him. Um, hopefully he can can learn from a mistake like this. Um, he, he's going to copy his right whack and um, look, we've got to try and move forward and, and can keep, can, uh, keep competing on the field and, and enjoying our time here because um, look, we pride ourselves on, on being a club that doesn't stand for that stuff and unfortunately, um, yeah, a poor decision has been made. To matters on field, I think you've dealt with that one perfectly. Just to, the way that footy's being played this year, um, I feel like from what it looked like at round one to what it looks like right now is has changed and in the last three or four weeks there's been a lot of emphasis on teams and, and you certainly against the Giants were another one too where it was it was about winning possession but then moving it quick and being direct and getting it inside your forward 50 and having time inside forward 50. Have you seen the game just move ever so slightly from the, what it looked like at the start of the year to what it is now with the shorter quarters? A little bit. I think I think at times teams are really focusing on locking it in their hearts and, and causing repeats and um, well, I think most times are always most teams are always looking to um, set up well behind the ball. So if teams come out of defence, um, you can put it straight back in there and, and build the pressure. And hopefully, um, under that pressure, their defence crumbles and you can and kick a few um, through the big stick. So for for us, we've been working on our defensive shape um, and probably not getting our offensive run um, correct and, and probably making a few poor decisions. But on the weekend, we are able to get the defensive shape and really turn it into a um, positive, as you said, some run and carry off that back line and um, go pretty quick through the middle, uh, which I think a lot of teams are doing. Just before we let you go, the question that we always get asked off the text here at SEN, anytime we talk to anyone from the Swans, how's Buddy tracking? Will we see him at some point this year? I bloody, I bloody hope so. He's, um, <laughs> look, he, he's, he's the ultra professional. He's doing everything he can. I know he's um, it's doing his head in um, not being out there. Um, he's such a big character around the place and, and being incredible off-field this year for our young guys and um, building that relationship with them and, and leading the way there. So to hopefully see him out there would be fantastic. But um, look, it could be a couple of weeks away. It could be a month. I'm not too sure. But he is, he's out there training and, and moving around. So um, I think hopefully it's up to the big fella. Luke, always great to catch up. Appreciate your time tonight and good luck. It becomes a fascinating game against the Dockers on Saturday night, Saturday night and one that will be well and truly worth watching. So appreciate the chat. Cheers, Jack. Thanks, mate. Always generous with his time, the captain of the Sydney Swans. Luke Parker joining us here on SEN. 0433 98 11 16. You can join me for the remainder of the hour. Luke's chat was brought to you by McDonald's. Free coffee for healthcare workers. And to say thanks, all healthcare workers in Victoria, Maccas are shouting them a free small McCafe hot drink or medium soft drink until August 19, which is tomorrow. So if you're working in that sector, go to Maccas and treat yourself because you absolutely deserve it. And we appreciate the work that you are doing. More of your calls, more of your texts after this. 
We'll catch up with some of the stuff from across the day that you might have missed. Might talk a little bit about Tom Lynch as well. And we'll talk to Australian Bowls champion Barry Lester. On the other side of this, it's time on. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.